welcome to another edition of the Reef Talk Podcast. We have someone from one of my favorite places, Down Under. And you probably have seen him on Instagram because, you know, he has some amazing content. It is Ozzy Thongbro. Welcome. G'day. Good morning. Or should I say good evening? It's time zones make it hard. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's always like that, that line, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. <laughs> Cover all your bases. <laughs> whenever you may be listening to us. So welcome, welcome. I appreciate you coming Thank on. You. I love your content. I think you do an amazing job on Instagram. So when you said you'd come on, I was like, yes. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks very much for the invitation. It's um, exciting to be here. I love your podcast. They are. They're fun. They're getting more fun as the, the, the weeks and the interviews go by. So I don't know how that's even possible. I thought it would reach a plateau, but I keep getting new and new people on and new things, new people, new adventures. And it's like, this is amazing. Yeah, no, and I, I was just going to say, I think that's just one of the my favorite things about being online and being involved in a community is that you talk with a lot of different people and you um, you get so much nuance for whatever mm-hmm. area you're talking about. So for you, it's underwear, for me, it's thongs. And just when people share their experiences, it opens up so many more, I guess, elements for ourselves as well. So it's super cool. Exactly. And thongs, uh, as you know, I'm sure down there is up here, super huge and popular at the moment. And mm. you look amazing in your thongs. So I thought, what Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You are welcome. So let's kick off our podcast. And for those who are not acquainted with you online or know much about you, tell our listeners just a little bit about you. Yeah, absolutely. I live in Sydney, Australia, and um, I've been wearing thongs for only about three years now. So I started during COVID, a bit of an experiment. And then end of last year, so about a year ago, I kicked off with Aussie Thongbro. And that's when he was sort of born because I was playing around with, I did a few photo shoots with photographers and was using like experimenting with the thongs and then I'm like actually this doesn't look too bad so I sort of started playing around on Instagram and then once I opened a Twitter account it really took off very quickly so um, I thought okay people were sort of liking it I'm, I'm having fun with it and that's how Aussie Thong Bro was was born you know it, kind of personally I um, I live with an amazing partner uh, here in Sydney and sort of work in a corporate job as as well. So it's it's quite refreshing to have the Aussie Thong Bro side of me as well to to discover and explore and yeah, connect with uh, yeah, awesome guys all around the world. But yeah, that's the that's the elevator pitch. <laughs> that's a that's amazing. You've only been doing thongs for about three years. Uh, I swear yeah. it would have been more. Well, thanks. It's sort of, it kind of, once I put the first one on, I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) this is, this is, this is just right. And it was actually like a a guy that I hooked up with had suggested trying a thong. So yeah, it was, I was pretty, I don't know, like uh, pretty innocent maybe before, (laughs) before that. So yeah, it kind of opened up a whole world for me after that. So yeah, it's been a, been a crazy few years. That's awesome though. That is great because when you look at your profile and i'm sure many of you are pulling up right now if you haven't already followed him which i'm sure probably most people listening have 
you look very good in a thong and in all the right places. It just it seems natural that you would have been like, oh, I've been wearing thongs since I was like, you know, 19. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I, I came close because I, I did a bodybuilding competition 12, what was it, 12 years ago, 11 years ago now, and my posing trunks were about as close to a thong as you can get. I had them kind of custom made by this crazy cat lady <laughs> um, whose uh, living room was full of, of, of spangly fabrics. And um, yeah, that was kind of as close as I came, but it was... Other than on stage, I, I didn't really sort of dabble outside of that. So I kind of had dipped my toe in earlier, come to think of it. But yeah, I only really embraced it as I sort of got, I guess, more comfortable with, you know, with myself and uh, with my body and, and everything. Well, that leads me to my next question. So when did you discover, was it COVID or was it before COVID? Did you love underwear before that or was it the thong that sort of took off and you ran with? What? Yeah. So I my uh, relationship with underwear has gone for much much longer. So I I think the first time I really noticed my my underwear was when I was about five years old, and I I was sort of reflecting on it the other day, and and I had we'd gone to to visit my grandparents, and we were getting ready to go out. We were staying there. And I'd been given these, uh, this three pack of, uh, there's a famous tennis player here, Pat Cash. And it, he had a line of underwear that was like sold at Kmart or something, but I had a three pack. And I, I remember I putting the tan ones on and I thought they looked great with my outfit. And um, we were going to go out for a walk and I, I kind of got stopped by my mum and my grandma. They're like, you can't just go out in underwear like that. But I'm like, it looks good though. <laughs> so I think um, that if I I could pinpoint it was my first appreciation of, of underwear and then when I sort of um, was about 17 when I came out and, and started discovering um, kind of gay stuff and then I was experimenting with some you know sort of sexier sort of jocks mm-hmm. and and then but I kind of I didn't really diverge from that I wasn't that I was really super skinny when I was sort of that age and I wasn't that comfortable with my body so I wasn't as adventurous with my underwear but I but I did so I was a bit more conservative but I did sort of then start to experiment you know over the following years and yeah kind of here we are now nice so I have to ask you because I think a lot of our listeners are in the US and we have a we have a good amount in UK and Australia. You said you got jocks, but how prevalent were jocks in Australia? Because I always hear guys talk outside the US. Oh, that's an American thing. We we have them, but uh, it's not okay. like you boys. Oh, uh, I think like. I will just clarify, I'm talking the same language. <laughs> um, so um, when I say jocks, I mean like briefs. Is that the, am I using the right okay. word for America? No, your jocks are the jock straps with the, you know, the straps on the legs got it. and the waistband. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Ah. So jock straps for me came probably uh, like they came before thongs. And so I think my first jock strap I got probably five years ago. And yeah, but but it was sort of briefs was really kind of my my first okay. cab off the rank. Nice briefs seem to be what most guys tend to gravitate towards after you know 
you you have a different upbringing than we did. Luckily, I don't I hope you didn't have to go through the boxer phase down there because. Oh. <laughs> well, in the nineties, we did. We had a lot of satin boxes. So, like early in high school, I was wearing satin boxes, and now I just think, oh, God, awful! No. <gasps> oh, Can't awful. believe I did that. <laughs> awful! No, no, no! That's terrible! Oh, it sends me shivers down my spine. <laughs> yeah. No, no. That's why I like having guys outside the U.S. because it's it's very similar how we all come together, but there's there's just subtle differences between the different countries, which I like so much. Yeah. Let's go back to so you liked underwear sort of throughout the years, and then you got this jock, not this jock, this thong uh, from the guy you hooked up with. So what about the thong? really sticks with you because you're all in on thongs. It is mm. pretty much your calling card, you know, brand, uh, mm. you and a thong. I don't think I've seen anything else than a thong. So <laughs> what is it that made you go from this feels good to, you know, your thong brand? Yeah, it's, um, it's a really good question. And I think it was almost not a conscious decision because it sort of evolved, evolved so, so naturally. But if, if I think of the feeling that I, that wearing a, a thong in, invokes, it is really a sense of freedom. So there's something about like, and then going back to wearing speedos or, or shorts sort of after that on, on the beach feels very restrictive and very, very hidden, but a thong feels very freeing. And I think the, probably the, the difference between a jock and a thong is that um, you wouldn't really wear a jock, maybe to a, a, a big party, but you wouldn't really wear it to the beach or in public. Yes. But a thong, I feel more warranted wearing that out in, in public at a beach or, or somewhere like that. And it just, it, yeah, it feels like it also breaks down the kind of gender binary of, of clothing. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that, that it's, it's something that it, there's still, you know, it's still not super widespread people wearing them out at sort of a regular beach here, but I, but I feel more warranted because it's something a, a woman would, would be able to wear, but and show off their butt cheeks, but um, there's something about like a man doing it is a, is a different situation. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of just sort of going, okay, stuff it, you know, like I'm just going to do it. And I think, yeah, it's really, it's the, it's that it's freeing and it, it's something I guess you know, I've found that personally, but also what I kind of love the most is so many people writing to me and saying, hey, you've inspired me and you've, hey. you've helped me to kind of explore this side of myself. And I just, yeah, I just, I think, especially as as gay men, we go through so much crap and like mm-hmm. so much shame and everything that I think we really need to embrace discovering ourselves and really exploring, you know, the different parts of ourselves. So I'd love to sort of be a part of that and hopefully encourage others. Nice. Now I've noticed when I went through your, I took a deep dive in the last two days down your Instagram and have gone through it. And one thing I've noticed too, is you have some more of what we call lingerie types, which are more Mm. feminine, more in design, which is becoming more and more popular with guys, gay, straight and bi, especially here in the States. How did you discover those pairs? Because when I saw that, I was like, nice. Here's someone who, you know, you're supposed to be this 
you know, big, strong gay man and, oh, nothing femme. Oh. But here you are wearing these amazing pairs that I saw. And it's like, <laughs> I like that. Okay, good. So yeah. I was, I was impressed you did that sort of, you know, playing, like you said, playing on the gen, not the gender roles, but, you know, what is masculine, what is not. And you're just wearing it like, whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank you. Um, and like, if I'm honest, it's been it's been a journey for me to feel comfortable on trying on some of those pieces and being more public with it. I um, I had a guy suggest that I try stockings. Um, mm-hmm. it's probably about four years ago now, and. It felt so taboo at the time. Yes. I actually, I, I had to go to like a, a ladies like lingerie store to buy the stockings, and I was very embarrassed. And but I was brave as well. I did it. I went in person and and grabbed them, and the kind of woman gave me a funny look, and they felt so good on. By the way, but I sort of, I guess. It's a little bit like the thongs with a gateway drug, like and posting those online and getting, you know, the positive feedback gave me more comfort to be, uh, to discover a bit more and explore a bit more. And I think that's where sort of lingerie was a, a, a natural progression and a natural curiosity. So it was sort of something like when I was really little, when I was sort of four or five, I, you know, would try on like my sister's high heels or like her handbag or, or that sort of thing. And it was something that I kind of did as a little kid and then didn't really come back to until I tried drag about six years ago. It was actually for a work event that it felt amazing, but it also felt quite taboo. So it's sort of, I feel like it's unpeeling some of those layers. And I feel like the lingerie is sort of a part of that just to go, you know, let's, let's sort of separate out the assumptions around it or the boundaries or the, you know, sort of societal kind of judgment around it and mm-hmm. just wear it as a garment and, and you know, create a picture that looks great sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where I've, I've come to with that. That's awesome. No, it's, it's really becoming around because, you know, when I was little or – teens i think best little house in texas came out with dolly barton and you saw all the women you know the musical numbers in their garters and everything and my first thought was why don't guys have something like this Mm. Um, that tells you what a gay little boy i was back then (laughs) i'm not like they're hot i'm like why don't we have stuff like that and i think a lot of guys are threatened to wear such things. I think it's amazing. I think it takes a real man to put on, you know, like a lace thong, something, stockings and a garter. Because so many guys are like, oh, you're cross-dressing. It's like, no, it's just guys experimenting, having fun, letting a side come out that, you know, like you said, it's taboo and you're not supposed to do this. It's like, no, you mm. shouldn't be doing this. You're You're a man. You shouldn't do such mm. things but what's your opinion yeah i was just well i was just going to add like that the more it's just normalizing behavior so the more that more people do something the more the more accepted it becomes and then it's just you know it's the norm and i i feel like even just you know the idea of being gay and coming out and and, and that sort of thing was 20 years ago was such a different 
state of mm-hmm. affairs here in Australia and I know around the world. And like there was a lot of, I guess, fear about it. But by, you know, the our kind of uh, those that came before us and that have been out there and brave and and kind of fighting for gay rights and being visible um, have created, you know, paved this path for us. So I feel like it's really important to continue to do that as a gay man, but also, you know, sort of as a, as a person to kind of forge the path and, and do something that sort of scares me a little bit and um, hopefully makes it easier for someone else. So I think particularly when, you know, in the LGBTQ community, there's there's still a lot of discrimination. There's still a lot uh-huh. of people that that are treated unfairly. So I think as a sort of you know cisgender cisgender gay man, it's it's important to also advocate for the others that might be more fam, more you know might want to express themselves a bit differently and, and help normalise kind of dressing up different exactly. ways. And it's becoming, especially in the gay world, I I haven't really really talked to many people in the straight world about it, other than a few. It's becoming more commonplace to see guys in lingerie. It's not, because before it was really taboo, and now you're seeing a lot of guys just wear something lacy or wearing the garters and the stockings, and it's just like, whatever. So I think we've yeah. come come a long way in the last couple of years because I think in the last two years it's really exploded and it's I think it's a good thing. But that's mm. that's just my opinion. But yes, and I'd I'd love to know. Yeah, you know, I haven't had a lot of conversations with with women about this, but I I'd love to know kind of their take on it as as well because I I feel like there's sort of this societal expectation like for some for some reason our western society has decided that women will have to do all this dressing up and all this makeup Uh and all this stuff and and men none of it so maybe it balances that kind of expectation a little bit as as well but i'd love to know what their take is on it i i know we have one guy on the show john who's been on a couple times and his wife loves it because they have Mm. some of the lingerie that he wears, but it's really a kind of, you know, hit or miss, especially here in the States. You have some women who, if you wear a thong, it's like, Oh my God, you're gay. What is wrong with you? Oh Mm. my God. And it's kind of like, you have to find the right person for that because I think they're still on that whole side that, okay, a man doesn't wear this, 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 and this. He only wears boxer, boxer briefs and white briefs and that's it. Mm, so it's yeah. still kind of split, but there is, I think, a growing market of of guys who are going to experiment because there are a lot out there who wear it and their wives don't know because that I do know for a fact <laughs> doing the podcast mm. and the blog. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy what a piece of fabric <laughs> can exactly. can evoke, isn't it? But <laughs> exactly, it's because you get all the time we get hear all the time that like oh, a thong is gay and i'm like a thong is not gay an article of clothing is not gay straight anything it's mm. just an article of clothing it's what you want to do in that article of clothing that may make it gay but mm. if you want to wear it wear it but yeah you're not gay because you wear a thong i was like if that were the case there'd be so many movie stars and sports stars <laughs> everyone would be sending thongs to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. 
Uh, it's, it is crazy. It is crazy. And I have one follow-up question from something you mentioned just a minute ago. Sure. Since you're in Australia, and it's known for, you know, your budgie smugglers down there, as you call them. Mm. It is uh, up here. We know it's not as prevalent as we see it, because, you know, every time they show Australia, it's men and budgies down there. But mm-hmm. So what has been the reaction to thongs down there? Because I've heard some guys go, it's not real... People are kind of like hesitant. Uh, mm. So, what has been your experience of wearing them in public on the beach and such? Yeah, so I think they're still there. Whilst they've grown in popularity, I think that's from a low base. So, there's still. Um, I actually think it's it's changed. Like summer to summer, I've noticed a change, and mm-hmm. um, I think they're still not. As certainly not as widespread as budgie smugglers, they're you know they're the common sort of standard. But I I can feel a difference from last summer. Uh, you'd go to a, a a regular beach like Bondi, a massive popular beach, and see no one in a in a thong. Now you might see a couple of guys in a in a thong, and going to like a, a nude beach where you know the gays sort of hang out. There you see a lot more thongs this this summer already. So I feel like that's I guess what I've observed. But from what I've heard, so I get a lot of people asking me. You know, they they might be travelling to Sydney and go, "Where's a good place for me to do some thonging?" And um, I've I've noticed that yeah, people tend to be a little bit more cautious, I suppose, about where they might go. But I feel like that's more about their own sort of where they're at in terms of their own level of comfort. And maybe they want to be somewhere a bit more private to to dabble in in sort of being in a thong publicly. But I feel like it's getting more like certainly in my mind, it's more acceptable to 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 wear it in a more public setting. And I mm-hmm. like Australia. One of the awesome things about Australia is that people do tend to be pretty inclusive, and they're particularly in Sydney, we're very lucky, and no one really bats an eyelid. So I think, and I kind of one of the things I realize about life as well is that. People are generally just focused on themselves. So, <laughs> you, like, you might think, oh, they're, you know, they're going to judge me or whatever, but they probably haven't even noticed. <laughs> so, um, I've kind of just been, you know, I'll have to come back to you on, on what the experience is like, but I've been, yeah, experimenting a bit with, with just wearing a thong in a more public setting. No, that's awesome. That's good to hear because, you know, because women especially up here and, you know, in different countries wear thongs and it's no big deal. It's whatever. But when the guy wears a thong, you're like, Ooh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Uh, Yeah. And I think as well, like I, I had an experience traveling in the South of the U S like through Tennessee. And um, I was wearing it. It wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't even a thong, but a t-shirt. And um, it said, eat me (laughs) on it. Um, And I remember I got comments like, like that's one of the, we went to a fast food joint and the, the kid working behind the counter literally said, that is the weirdest shirt I've ever seen. Or <laughs> like, wow. Um, so it's, it's quite different. Like here, people would never say, we're a bit more British in that sense. Like people wouldn't say, but I know in the US, like they're more, uh, more vocal. So <laughs> that they are, you came to the South where I'm at. And yes, 
they will tell you that that is just not right. That is not proper. And you're going, mm. I don't care. Leave me alone. And it's, it's, yeah, that's a, mm. yeah, you, 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 you experienced the U.S. South. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but the, I guess the counterweight to that is when people like something in the US, they will tell you as well. And I, I love that about you guys. It's really a great feeling. Yeah, that's true too. It's kind of a double-edged sword there because you mm. get the people who go, oh, no. Because here in, in Atlanta, where I'm at, guys have issues wearing thongs to apartment pools yeah, where they because it's like the women will wear thongs, but a guy goes does it. They're just like, "Oh, hold on, you can't wear that here." Nope, 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 nope. Mm. Uh, unless it's like we have very gay areas, like every city, and if you're in one of those, they don't even bat an eye. But like if you're in the suburbs or somewhere else, they're just like, oh, "No, think as always, think of the children, think of the children." And I'm like, <laughs> I pro- mm. would rather not think of the children, but then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, in answer to your question as well, it is probably a lot easier here in Australia just because people are less vocal. So, you know, even if, you know, there were for some reason people that were uncomfortable, they wouldn't really say anything. And I think that makes it easier to sort of, you know, to set that, um, set that standard and normalize it. See, this is why I need to move to Australia. Absolutely. <laughs> My friend that I told you about that lives in Melbourne is like, come on, move down. And I'm like, if only I could. <laughs> it's like, your immigration laws are not the best to come and try to move in. So I was like. Uh, I know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty tough, I think, but, but I've worth watched, it. <laughs> I've watched your immigration and border control on TV, oh. the TV show. Oh, no. Yeah. <sighs> All I know is when I come to Australia on that forum, I'm checking yes on everything. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty... People get pulled over like everything. They're like, if you don't know, check, click yes. And I'm like, yes for everything. <laughs> you said you were getting me. Well, I don't know. You said check yes. <laughs> I don't know what counts, what doesn't. Uh, yeah, it's they they can be pretty pedantic, but it's uh it's nothing like the US uh, CBP or uh, or the TSA for that matter. They're much oh. friendlier, even if uh... <laughs> yeah, they were really nice on the show. They're like, now this is going to cost you a big fine, and I'm like, yeah. oh what two thousand thousand? They're like, it's a hundred and seventy five Australian dollars. What do you mean that's a big fine? That's like. Nothing. Thousands, <laughs> but nope. So yeah, it's it's very yeah, it's very uh, very friendly. Yeah, you really that really strikes you, like visiting Australia. Or I lived in the UK and in Germany, and coming back home, it's like wow, are they putting this on? They're so friendly. Like it's uh, it's kind of nice. It's kind of quaint. When we get the Americans, it's like, what are you doing here? Why? How long are you staying? All right, go. No, we're not going. Yeah. <laughs> Come over here now. Oh, yeah, live here. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh no, definitely experienced that. Flying into um, LAX or uh, or New York, they're especially grumpy. Yeah, yes, New York. (laughs) Yes, LA is is not. 
I like the city, the airport I hate. I just hate that airport Ye- with the passion. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you like people out there listening know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the <laughs> worst. Oh, but I I will I'll digress from LAX cuz I'll go for hours. Um, <laughs> so you say you have a partner and so how did he did you have him when you started the thong? Did you get him afterwards? So we've been together about two years now. So okay. it was it was after after the thongs and he's a really cool cool guy and I think that's probably part of the reason we got together and very supportive of, of me kind of exploring and discovering my sexuality and um, he's loved it. Like he's certainly awesome. encouraged the whole thing. So See, that that was my next question. It's like, does he enjoy the thongs? Does he, did you, have you gotten to partake in the thongs or is it just, I like it on you better than me? Yeah. It's, I think the thongs is, is sort of my thing. And so he, like, I think he's got a couple him, himself, but he sort of, I guess, really supported me with it, and he like, yeah, enjoys the seeing me in thongs. It's, uh, like jock straps are probably more his thing, underwear wise. So if we go to a party, like he'll wear a jock strap, I wear a thong, kind of thing. So yeah, it uh, works nicely, like a yin and yang. That's good. That's good. You have a supportive partner. I think that's very important, especially when you have an Instagram and are showing the world. Yeah. is something that you need and allows you to uh we have someone who's been on the show that came out right before yours talks about he and his partner both are online and they have their separate accounts and don't follow each other because they let them live out their alter egos online yeah and have fun and he goes it's not a big deal so yeah I'm finding more and more couples are maybe not going that far, but, you know, are letting their partners experience different things. Like you said, with like the lingerie and the thongs online and putting it out there. And it's not been like, I'm not sharing my man. You shouldn't do that. So that's good. Yeah. I think so. And I think like the thing that we've realized as, as well, because we both had previous relationships with, you know, awesome guys that we, that we really loved and are still mates with. But I think the difference is we realized we can't follow the straight playbook where, you know, it's sort of our needs are, are different and let's explore those and understand them. And it sounds a little bit cliche, but I think the thing that we've really uh, that's glued it all together is the communication and just mm-hmm. going is it about it's about are you feeling comfortable am i feeling comfortable you know and we've it's a constant process but in that way we've actually been able to kind of have the best of both worlds where we can still discover ourselves and explore and 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 develop but also do it in a way that's that it's getting everyone's needs met and mm-hmm. and we're growing together. So I just, yeah, uh, we're super in love and I, I think that's a big part of it. Awesome. No, that's great because I think, especially when we're dealing with underwear and some kink stuff and because I say underwear is like the entry level kink. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, I'm in underwear and people think it's scandalous here and I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, I thought you were going to say something totally different, but But I think partners have such different interests. And now, because before you, without social media and stuff, it was harder to 
explore that side of you and to do things. And now with social media, it makes it so much easier to connect with other like-minded guys who Mm. get what you're into that your partner may not be into or understand because we've had many of those as well. Yeah. Yeah. But But it's allowing you to be free and be open and share things that we could never share before because there was really no way to do it. And I think the underwear world has really taken off because of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think of there's definitely a a two sides of the coin with, with social media and a lot of, I think the way a lot of the apps are set up as well is can be pretty destructive to our Mm -hmm. mental health. (laughs) Um, So I definitely get, get that side of it. But I, but I think of like when I first sort of, came out it was sort of before before socials or any of that um and i went along to a a group it was a you know a circle of like 20 or 30 gay men that would catch up every month and and that was a great sort of community support but it's quite generalized then you don't get to discover um, and connect with like-minded individuals as, as much i think that's just the power i mean we're we're talking now from across the world isn't that amazing like Yes. Um, about something that's quite niche. So, yeah, I think there's a real, using it well, there's a there's a real value that socials can add to our, our lives. Oh, yeah. And I've discovered doing the podcast that some guys out there think that, okay, like a guy that looks like you and you look amazing in your, in your thongs is unapproachable. You can't really talk to you. You can't really, uh, and if I do talk to him, he's going to be stuck up this, that, and the other, because you know, this is the way it is. But I've noticed with underwear, it's kind of the great equalizer that everyone speaks the same language and you could have a bear in underwear or muscle guy or whatever. And people really get along because of the first thing, discover oh you love thongs i love thongs da 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 and you start bringing it together and i've discovered that more and more guys that i thought would would never come on this podcast because i'm like oh they're they're too big they're too whatever really want to come on and talk and share who they are because online especially with instagram unless you really do a lot of videos you don't really get to know the person behind the pictures whatever you imagine they are in the picture and not Mm. who they are so that's been one of my joys about doing this podcast is you know you really get to hear from the guy behind the pictures or the videos and know more what's in their head and what they love why they love it and so that's been a joy with this podcast no absolutely and i think as well when when someone's focusing on underwear say on their instagram page it feels like there's um there's an authenticity or there's Mm -hmm. there's a a sharing that comes with that and i think that sort of opens the door for some connection and some linking when sort of instagram in general when you're sort of just doing kind of sexy pics and don't i look great and (laughs) like all of the all the lighting's right and your life looks amazing uh and i've certainly been guilty of of um of those sort of posts too it's more of a ranking situation where it makes you more unapproachable and sort of it, it creates this sort of um, distance. So I think there's, I think there's definitely something in that. And um, I'd never really thought about underwear as a great equalizer, but you're absolutely right. That's that's totally what it is. It just kind of gives you something because a lot of times 
you think someone's going to be totally different than they are, especially if, you, you know, they work out a lot, you know, they're going to talk about the gym and eating and they're not going to talk about anything else. And you can <laughs> approach them with underwear and then realize, oh, they really like this show and they really have a good sense of humor. They're this, that when you normally do it, because, you know, let's face it, some people come up a little too strong on social media and you're like, whoa, back up. And so it's like, okay, I can talk to this person, get to know this person, find out what they like, get recommendations. Cause I'm sure you probably have guys commenting about what you're wearing is like, Oh, what brand is that? And what can <laughs> all I get? the time? And <gasps> so you have that conversation in public and in private. It's like, Oh, here's this song. I like this song because of this reason. And here's this. I didn't like this one because of this. That's yeah, that's totally right. And then it's like, say, if it's just a picture of, of you just you know looking hot doing something, there's not much that can be said to that. It's like a like <laughs> you know send a flame emoji, and then that's it. But yeah, this definitely opens a lot of conversations, and I've yeah provided lots of uh, lots of thong recommendations and received a lot as as well. I tell you what, the list is about as long as my arm of brands that I um I want to try that people have recommended. Oh, I bet. I bet. It's like, oh, you need to try so-and-so thong. You need to see. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you, yeah, you do. So that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, because um, this podcast is just a joy for me to do over the last year. It really rounded a corner for me and the way we're doing things that just, it's positive, it's fun in the world with not so positive and fun you get to talk about underwear and really get to know guys on a different level and share stuff that, you know, we don't get to share in everyday conversation. I'm like, I'm sure you're not going to your mates mm. and going, Hey, you tried this thong. Some yeah. of them look at you like, what are you talking about? Are you, are you crazy? So we get to do that and have fun with that and share our passion with people and it just drives me to be more bold. And that's why I sent you the message. And I'm like, because w- you'd been on my list for a while. And I'm going, I need to ask him. Oh, well. Ask him. And finally, <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. So I sent you <laughs> my thing and you responded back. I'm like, whoa, okay, awesome. <laughs> now I'm just hitting everybody up and people that I want on the show. I'm just like hitting them up because sometimes it gets lost in the DMs. Or yeah, it's hitting that other mail, the other message box. But I was like, you can't have yeses all the time. So, you, you know what? I absolutely love that, and because I can relate so much to what you're saying, um, I um, have really like I've like typically been someone that's quite kind of shy and introverted mm-hmm. in in a lot of ways. So it takes a lot for me to reach out to someone and initiate and ask and i think that doing aussie thong bro has kind of forced me to have to do that you know reaching out for collabs mm-hmm. and things and and um it's still i'm still a little bit nervous every every time but it's really built that muscle um and i i oh, think yeah. that's why i just i love hearing you say that and and talking about it because i think you know i'd love to 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 think if this is encouraging others to to do the same and do something that scares them a little bit and, and um, you never know, you might get a yes. Like Exactly. And I'm now to the point in the podcast, I'm asking everyone and anyone, it may take me a few times going, eh, eh. but now I'm going, okay, I'm doing it. I'm having fun. And like you, I'm very introverted and very shy in person. 
So if you meet me in person, it's going to be something totally different than on the podcast, which people are like, what? And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. If I'm at a party and I don't know anyone, I'm like, I'm in pure hell. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. But get me in a room full of underwear guys. I will be the host and I will do everything because I'm like, da-da, I get to be on. But just regular, I'm just like, this is just hell to me. So. Yeah. No. Um, it's, it's just awesome that you've discovered your niche and, and are thriving in it. I just, yeah, I really love that. Yeah, because we talked about doing some meetups here in the States from from listeners and stuff. And some of the people involved in the podcast, they're very much the same way, very introverted, even though online, like you said, they, they appear very outroverted, you know, outgoing. Uh, yep. But I'm like, okay, I'll have to be the host. Okay, score me. But it's around underwear, people. So come on, let's go. Let's yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I, I will go to every person on every chair out by the pool and talk to everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> and normally if Ooh, I had to do it. that at like a gay party, it'd been like, um, no, I'm not going to be here with my drink. I'm good. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm so, still like that at parties. Like I will have like an in depth conversation with like two people, and that's the whole night gone. Like I, yeah. I'm I'm not a circulator, exactly. really. Exactly, that's me. But underwear, this podcast, and everything is just whoosh. They're like, if it's underwear, yeah. really, I'm there. I'm good. If it's not, because a friend of mine goes, you know, he goes, if you show up to an underwear event and people know who you are, you're going to be like slam the whole night everybody's gonna be around you because like oh you got the podcast you have this you have that and i'm like oh lord i'm gonna be a celebrity oh my god yeah oh, god. <laughs> it's just too much for me it's too much uh, for me that's when i point out hey there's so-and-so from instagram right over there and i'm like Whoosh. form form an orderly line right it's like Look at them. They're in underwear. Look at that thong. Yay. Um, <laughs> I'll be good. So I'll be good. So, yeah. That, now, that sounds like an interesting party. You know, to a bar party, I've never been to an underwear night, ever, and done underwear. Really? Uh, I never have. Uh, I've done private underwear parties, but not you know, yeah. a bar. But it's like, and we have Stevie on that's on our team who, he's like, the cub and a bigger boy and he just wears whatever to underwear parties and just goes and dances and have i'm just like god bless you child because i would be like my pants are staying on my pants are staying on my pants are staying on oh my god i like i'm actually so excited for you because underwear parties are literally my favorite type of party because like um something you said earlier they're the great leveler there's something about being um, just in your underwear that reduces the attitude in a party, like, you know, significantly. And they're, yeah, they've always been my favorite kind of party. I, in fact, I I went to one a couple of years ago and I didn't know it was an underwear party until we were cloaking our, clo- <laughs> our jackets. And I'm like, okay, <gasps> everyone's taking their clothes off. So luckily I had a good pair on, but um, it's, um, yeah, they're, they're, I highly recommend if you get the chance. Wow. Now that you put it that way, I may have to check it out. <laughs> so, hmm. Okay. I'll be checking that out. I will be checking that Good. out. Good. <laughs> hmm. hmm. I have to go with Stevie, though, because he, that boy will 
will talk me out of my pants. So yeah, that, that, that I know if I go with him, and he's probably listening. Yeah. I'm going, yep. He will just be like, take these off and let's go. Yeah, he sounds like fun. <laughs> Stevie is fun. He's off to. I think he's traveling tomorrow. Oh, that boy travels more internationally than anybody I know. So <laughs> lucky him. But Great. Well, I guess that wraps up our questions. Good Lord. That was an amazing talk. I will say I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Likewise. That was, that was really awesome. I uh, appreciate you having me on. It was a pleasure. And I will definitely get you back sometime in the future to have more talks. And I have, Something to tell you after this, so hang around and know people you don't get to find out what it is. So, uh, <laughs> so join me on the podcast. All right. So, <laughs> Thanks very much, everyone. But See you again. Go, tell them where they yeah. can find you online. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you want to head over to my Instagram, it's OzThongBro2. And my, my link tree, which is a bit easier, is just OzzyThongBro.com. Uh, and then you can find all my all my links there. Awesome. Did you get one of your accounts deleted? Is that why you had to do it too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I originally had Aussie Thongbro on Instagram. I got deleted like twice. So oh. um, as, a, as a hint to your, your listeners, Mike, stuff on Instagram is pretty conservative. But there's... Um, yes. There's some other options there if you're uh, if you're after something a little more interesting. So, but unfortunately, Instagram, I've got to be pretty um, to be, pretty strict these days. Yeah, it's a sad thing. So, go follow him on any of his platforms. Like you said, go over there. We'll have a new podcast for you very soon. I've been recording them like crazy this month, which is awesome. So we'll have plenty of content into the new year. And, you know, if you want to be on a podcast, there's now a forum on the site. So go over to the site under podcast and click. I think it's be on the podcast. It's something like that. You'll go see and fill it out and I will follow up with you. So thank you again for coming on the show. And thanks very I, much. Thanks for having me. It's amazing. And we will have something for you next week. So bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNB Tim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.